BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood. We're spilling exclusive Housewives gossip with a Bravo celebrity or Superman each week to give you behind the scenes secrets and access to drama that you didn't see on TV. Get your glasses ready. Welcome back to Access Hollywood's Housewives Nightcap. I'm Lauren. I'm Emily. This week, we have a couple of great guests for you. Not only do we have Luann and Kelly later in the episode spilling all the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Roni, oh my god, that is a mouthful. They're spilling all the tea, Emily, you interviewed with them. But we also have Donna Bowling from Daily Dose of Donna. And... I'm talking way too much, so Emily, you jump in. No, I think, listen, uh, Donna has such a great story. I'm so interested in hearing about her backstory. She was a casting agent at Disney. I mean, I don't know about you, but I needed to be a Disney star. Wait, actually, Lauren, you did want to be a Disney star. I wanted to be a Disney star. I wanted to be a Nickelodeon star. I just wanted my face on the TV, and it did not happen, so I'm very interested to hear everything that she has to say, but also she has a really popular podcast talking all things reality TV. She goes live every single day, which that's insane. insane. I mean, the amount of work and like also just the amount of um, streaming you have to do and keep up keeping up with all of these shows, you know, she is so interesting and I'm so excited to hear about her backstory. In addition, Lou and Kelly, we had them in New York in person for the podcast and the ladies were hilarious. Uh, Lou confessed that she did in fact sleep with a pirate. What pirate though? Because she kept saying there's a second pirate that comes. Is Got what she it. Yeah. She was like kept saying another pirate, another pirate. So we'll just have to wait and see. I have to tell you, I am loving Ultimate Girls Trip. I watched the first three episodes. I feel like I'm home again. It feels like home. The girls are just girling. They're you know they're in their bikinis. They're strutting their stuff. They all look amazing. I also love seeing women of a certain age like in bikinis and rocking their bodies. They look so good. It's sort of, you know, I feel like we live in a culture of just such ageism and it's like, they look amazing. I just love it. They look amazing. And speaking of ageism, this is not a good transition, but you just, your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) It's Emily's birthday week. So happy birthday, Emily, all the listeners out there. Think positive birthday thoughts for our birthday queen as you listen to this episode this week. Oh, so nice. <laughs> Love it. I partied so hard that I got sick. Yeah, so, right. Did you really? Yeah, I'm sick. I mean, I didn't party. No, obviously. I was like about to say, I was like, I feel like you go to bed early. Yeah, I do. I go to bed at like 9, 9 p.m. Uh, so anyway, keep anyway. listening. Such good guests. Yes. Well, let's welcome Donna first up. I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. But before we jump in, I was telling Emily all about your impressive background. So please tell the people listening at home a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I am. Um, I live in Los Angeles. I am 
I've been doing Daily Dose of Donna almost one year. I'm a mom, a wife, and I am also a former casting director. So that's kind of how I got started in this world of just pop culture and everything. I was a casting director for about 15 years from um, college to about 2016-17. Um, I worked a lot with Disney, with Nickelodeon, with ABC, MTV, Fox, all of those kinds of networks. And I... Um, I I discovered a lot of child stars. I worked with a lot of um, big names, now big names. You know, at the time they were 12 years old. I kind of grew up or I was in that like whole Zach and Cody, Zendaya, Debbie Ryan, uh, Ashley Tisdale, you know, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez world in the Disney world. And then, um, yeah. And then I became an agent, a talent agent for a brief period of time before I started my own business. And that kind of transferred into this podcast eventually. That's amazing. That is so cool. So basically, if you had discovered Lauren and I sooner, we would be <laughs> millionaires. You could have been on Disney. So tell us about some of the people you did work with, like Ashley Tisdale. Like, what was she like? Um, Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. Like, what was it like back then? Well, so my first job as a casting director, like I was working as an assistant and then associate, you know, but the first show that we got, my partner, Brandy Bryce and I, her name is Brandy Pollock now, she and I... Um, worked together when I was 26 years old on Sweet Life on Deck. It was the first, it was the the first episode of Sweet Life on Deck. So she had worked as an associate on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And then when Sweet Life on Deck started, she brought me in as her partner because I'd worked on some other shows. I was working on Reba and like all these other shows. So when I came on over, we had to find Debbie Ryan. That I mean, we ended up finding Debbie Ryan. I don't know if you guys remember Bailey from Sweet Life on Deck, but we were looking high and low for all those kids. And Ashley had just left Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, but she would always come back on set and say hi. And I've met her multiple times because of other stuff and other situations. She was great. Honestly, one of the best comedic actresses ever. Um, a couple of years later, we did a pilot called Shake It Up Chicago, which ended up being, um, no, it, it was called Dance Dance Chicago, which ended up being Shake It Up. And that was Zendaya's first pilot and show on the Disney Channel. So we cast that pilot, meaning we were looking high and low for all those girls. Zendaya came into us on a pre-read, uh, meaning, you know, just for my partner and I. She was, uh, as you can imagine, gorgeous, talented, all the things. And all she had done was a little print ad, like for, you know, catalogs or whatever. So we brought her to Disney and she had to go through the process, meet with producers, then screen tests, then, you know, whatever. And she finally got the job and look at her career. We kind of picked out Zendaya and brought her to Disney. I think she would have been discovered no matter what, because talent is talent, but we had the lucky ability to be in the right place at the right time. That is so cool. You were totally working in casting at a time where like, it's just, it's such a chapter that is so iconic for Disney. And like that moment is just, it was such a time that we won't really see again, especially for stars, you know? Yeah. And like to walk next door to the next set over and it was Wizards of Waverly Place. So there was Selena and David Henry and all of them. And then you'd go to the next set over and it was Sunny with a Chance, which was Demi Lovato. We were all on Hollywood Center Studios, which was a very cool small lot. It's where they shot I Love Lucy. It's like a very kind of, I mean, Lauren, if you know LA, it's like Hollywood and Las or Santa Monica and Las Palmas. And it's I don't even know if it's called Hollywood Center Studios anymore. But anyway, the point is it was this great kind of amazing time that you can't get back where everyone was like 
everyone was friends with everyone. All the kids would go from set to set. The boys would come up, like Cole Sprouse would hang out in our dress, not our dressing room, our office all the time because we were 20, mid-20s, casting directors. He would be like, what girls are you bringing in to audition today? Like, are you bringing any good girls, whatever? Like we had all the stories. We got to see all the parents, the stage parents. I worked on That's So Raven. That was my first show ever in casting. That is so wow. great. This is so cool. Like I could, I could talk to you forever about this because I was one of those kids that was like, I'm going to be a Disney star. Emily, I was too. I was trying to go on Nickelodeon, like on all that. Yeah. No, not okay. that I would ever Wait, really. Actually, what? Did you actually submit? Yeah, like it was like a videotape thing that it was like open casting to all of America. And I was like, mom, I have to submit a videotape. You guys want to know something funny? So I just recorded Dumois the other day. um, And it's my second time being on her show because the first time I dropped something about Disney and she was like, wait, tell me. And I kind of told her the story. So her audience was like, we need more Disney stuff. So she had me back. The episode will air at some point this month. But she had me back to talk all about Disney stuff. And we talked all about this. And one of the questions from the audience is like, why didn't you cast me in the all that um, reboot? And I was like, I didn't even cast that show. I didn't even cast it. That is so funny. No, it's so it's so true. Like now in this landscape with media is so different. We have these influencers and like YouTube and like it's just such a different place that like that chapter will never be again the way it was. So totally. You need to write a book. Have you written a book yet? You know what? I've gotten a lot of people saying like, wow, your career and whatever. And then I was an agent for a while and like I represented a lot of actors. Oh, do you guys want to hear a random story? So are you into Vanderpump Rules? Are we into it? Are we into Vanderpump Rules? Come on. (laughs) So have you seen the trailer for the next season? Yes. And we wanted to talk to you about it. So tell us your story. We can talk all about it. Yes. So let me just kind of give you this. So there is a part in the trailer where there's a, there's this girl that has like pink streaks in her hair. And she's talking about that she is in love or like wants to make out with both Tom Schwartz and Katie. Yes. And you see her making out with both. And then Katie says, Let's, let the best. Okay. Her name is Tori Keith. And she's my former client when I was an agent. And I used to audition her all the time when she was really young, like 11, 12, she had the most amazing voice, gorgeous, and a great actress. And she just like would get small roles. She never like fully got the leads. But when we became agents at an agency, my partner and I got kind of like uh, recruited to be agents for a year at Osbrink. It was like a, a, it's mostly a kid's agency, but we headed up the adult theatrical department. We said we have to rep Tori. We loved her so much. So we brought her in. She and I have been Instagram friends for years. And then right after all of this went down last season, Scandaball, yeah. I noticed that she was like in the background in a lot of Sheena things. Like she was friends with Sheena. So of course I DM her and I'm like, tell me everything. Like I need to know everything. And she gave me some dirt. I won't share it, but I had no idea she was going to be on the next season of Vanderpump. I texted her the other day. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like I just see her as a little 12 year old girl. It's so weird. Hollywood is a weird place. I would imagine, you know, how casting works on reality TV. So like, how did that come to be? Is she was friends with Sheena. So we assume that she got mixed in the group and yada, yada, yeah. yada. So it's interesting. There's like two kinds of reality casting. There's reality casting for like Squid Games or like Traders, which is, by the way, one of my friends, my husband's business partner's wife is a casting director for reality. And I was just with her at a party on Saturday and she was telling me she just got nominated for an Emmy for Trader season one. And she did Squid Games a challenge and she's doing the circle and she's done Love is Blind. Like she does a bunch of those. 
that kind of reality casting is very based on personality. Like, what is your personality? Can you come in there and just like knock our socks off? Can you be really interesting on TV? Can you be really dynamic? Can you be really honest and open? And like, you know, entertain the audience. Then there's reality casting like on Vanderpump, which they're just trying to kind of move the story. And I think for them, they needed someone to come in. They probably wanted someone that was organically a friend, someone that has already been kind of connected to these people, which this makes sense that Tori is. She also, you know, is probably a good enough personality, good to look at. And look, she has something to gain too. She's a musician. She wants to gain her followers. You know, she's going to grow somehow. If she already on the trailer probably grew so many followers. So I just think that it's, it's kind of for them, for producers, it's all about the story. How can we tell this story? And they found out maybe that she had like an emotional or like a crush on Katie Maloney. And they're like, this is perfect, right? Like, let's get her in to see what happens. I don't know how produced it is. I've heard some stuff, not about Vanderpump, but about shows like Selling Sunset or whatever, where it's so set up. But I don't know. I would like to believe I'm still like naive to think everything's real on Vanderpump. I know it's not. Something about interviewing them, though, makes me feel like a lot of it is real because they are so serious and they are so vindicated. Like the way they speak about their lives is like we are in the Oval Office. So- I think, I think what's going on is that, um, you know, it's weird. It's like, I think that things are set up in some capacity. We know that, but reactions are real and friendships are real and people's feelings are real. But it was so confusing because you're like, we're watching the trailer and we know it was shot before BravoCon. And then at BravoCon, we see like people being friends and and that shouldn't be friends based on the trailer. Like for example, the Sheena and the kiss, you know? So it's always confusing. I'm like, but, but I just saw Sheena dancing with the stars and Katie supporting Ariana. So what, uh, what's the story? Which, okay, let's talk about this kiss. The trailer makes it seem that she kissed Tom in Vegas. And now there's all these conspiracy theories. And Sheena tweeted out saying, look, I did not kiss Tom. So what what do you think? What do you think actually went down? Do we think it's the mini Sheena in Vegas that people are talking about? Okay. So there's a theory that I got like wind of in my DMs, which I think a lot of people are now talking about, but this was like, you know, right after the trailer where one girl, she was amazing. She sends me a DM. She listens to my show every day. So she says to me, rewatch the trailer. There is a part where, where Tom is talking to Lala and says, you know, I'm a makeout slut. I've made out like Vegas. I made out with Sheena like Vegas. It's a Sheena and it sounds like like Vegas. So she says to me, do you remember that girl that we got introduced with in season six or season eight when Tom and Katie got married in Vegas for the second time? And it was the mini Sheena. I think it was about that because of the conversation that like, yeah, Danny Pellegrino had commented on someone's thing saying, Sheena, I can't believe you did this. And Sheena's like, it's not what you think. I think it wasn't Sheena. I think he was talking about mini Sheena or Sheena light or whatever he wants to call her. Oh, that would be a twist that Bravo would do to us. Like make us all think this. And then, yeah, that's so that. Could you imagine? There's no way that Katie and Sheena were at, I was at the Dancing with the Stars finale. There's no way that Katie and Sheena were sitting. I mean, they weren't right next to each other. Katie was in the second row. Sheena was right in front, of course, right front and center next to, uh, you know, Ariana's boyfriend and mom. But, but there's no way that they would have 
been able to hang out if Katie found out that Sheena and Tom made out when her and Katie were when him and Katie were together. It just doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. I did want to also ask you guys your opinion on this. I saw a tweet earlier today kind of talking about how the producers really produce, especially when there's games involved and they're at the dinner and the housewives all play a game like they did on Real Housewives. These stupid games. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, no more. It's such a stupid way to get tea. Do you guys agree with that? I think it's – it makes no sense to me. It's very confusing. It's it, it feels like it's just trying to drum up drama. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're going to go and sit and play F. Mary Kill with your husbands? Like, why? It doesn't make any sense. Like, play F. Mary Kill with, uh, you know, Shep and Austin, like other reality stars or like celebrities. It doesn't make any sense that you would play F. Mary Kill with your husbands without people being like, wait, what? Why? Or like that one scene in Salt Lake City when they were having a conversation churning butter and and Heather's like, hey, Lisa, who would you kick off the wagon? What? No, that was so funny. <laughs> I mean, it got a great moment, but it was so stupid. And the ultimate girls trip, it was like, why are we doing this? Because I do want to say I'm loving the ultimate girls trip. I was a little skeptical at first and By episode two, I'm like, oh my gosh, my girls are back. It's silly. It's fun. Thoroughly enjoying it. Episode one is slow though. I mean, if you have to get past episode one, because it is a little bit like, all right, what's Setting the scene. Look, I only have watched part of episode two. I haven't been able to get to all of episode two. I think I'm like secretly saving it like for a good moment. You know, like it's like like I don't want to eat my dessert yet because I want to like savor it. I – I watched most of I watched all of episode one and a little bit of episode two. I don't care if they're doing nothing. You put those women on TV and I'll watch. I'm sorry. I agree. It's a comfort. It's, it's a comfort. It's it like, is home. Like my old aunts that are just, you know, acting crazy. Like, my son came in my room the other night when I was watching it and it was the scene where Sonia was like, her dress was up, her tits were out. And Ramona was like, Sonia, I see your crotch. And Dylan's like, my son, he was like, mom, what are you watching? And I was like, Roni. It's back. Like we're watching Sonya fall apart and get wasted. This is the best show I've ever seen. Oh my God. Luann looks insane. Luann's body is unreal. Like, I mean, she has been off the booze. We know she goes back to it, but my guess is she hasn't been boozing a lot. I think, I think, and I was just telling Lauren that I'm like going to cut my drinking and I'm hoping to have Luann's body by the end of the year. Like I, she looks phenomenal. Ramona looks phenomenal. Hate to say it, but she does. I hate to say it too, but holy shit. She when she's in that so little white bathing suit. Good. How old is I'm Ramona? Like, Ramona's like 96. <laughs> that is. They need to put, honestly, they need to get, wouldn't Luann be a great Golden Bachelorette? Okay, because that is her whole storyline, those first three episodes, is she wants to get laid so bad. She's dying. She is, she she is, is dying to get dying laid. Dying to get laid. So she would be a great Golden Bachelorette. Oh my God, I yeah. love a crossover too. I, I mean, seriously. The problem with Lou is that no matter what she says, she's not going to actually settle down. She might get married. But we know that there's a divorce shortly after. You know, Lou is just not that kind of gal. Like, she's just always going to be. You don't think? No. I think Luann no. is in the Luann show. She's too, like, cabaret heavy. She's got so much going on for her in terms of her career. And, like, she needs to be the star. The only person she could ever be with is, like, 
like a Bethany husband, like a yes man, you know, just a kind of a quiet guy in the background. But I don't think she wants that. I think she wants someone that's like a big hot shot, like a Tom, you know? Oh, Tom. Never forget. Uh, before we let you go, because I know you are a very busy woman, I want to know your top moment, your least favorite moment in the Bravo verse. Your peak and pit of the Bravo verse. Your rose and your thorn. Like, like in life, you guys. Like the no. moment you lived for the most, you know. Like in the Bravo verse this past year, since we oh, are this past year. about to ring. Okay. Thank you for narrowing it down because I literally wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> the longest question ever. I know. And I was like, I was like, I don't understand the top moment in 13 years of watching these shows. I am screwed. Um, I would say my top moment in the Bravo verse, look, Scandaval took us all for a ride. And I know that that's going to like, that's such an obvious answer, but I will say I was doing my show since January and Scandaval happened, I think end of March or beginning of March. I can't remember. Beginning of March. And I literally, it took me, my show to a whole new level. I found so many new audience members. It was like, we all felt like we were in it. We were in the Scandaval car. I also want to say like a top moment was, and I, and I'm not saying this because I'm a fan of hers, but all the Bethany shit, like it was just such good fodder. It was like the Raquel interview. I remember when she released that Raquel interview, it was a, it was a shock. No one knew it was coming. I woke up. It was like a Wednesday, Thursday. I don't even know here in LA. So I'm, you know, on the West coast, a few hours behind, I wake up to, as if there was like a national emergency, like 46,000 text messages, DMs from people, from my listeners. Have you seen, wake up? Where are you? Wake up. I just remember being on such a high because it was three days. It was like back to back to back. I don't think I slept. I don't think I stopped tweeting. I don't think I stopped Facebook message, Instagram. I, my numbers were through the roof. So that kind of stuff, it feels like when you're working in the newsroom and it's breaking news. Like I loved it. Um, yeah. So I would say both those have been like kind of big ones. I would say the worst moment of the year, the worst moment of the Bravo year would be, I'd have to say Bethany too. <laughs> yeah. Brought me like a lot of frustration, I think. Or maybe, you know what? Let's just go with this. Let's go with Alexis Bellino and John Jansen and Shannon. Oh. Like that triangle. What is with that? What is with the makeout on the boat? Uh, 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 I can't. I can't. Poor Shannon. It was unreal. It was disgusting. I feel like to decide to date John Jansen is basically like giving up your life. Like just being like, that's it. Like it's over. It's over. Like here, take all my money, take all and, and fill me with alcohol. And, and I said this like a million times after Shannon had this horrible DUI. I said to my audience, I was like, look, Shannon's got an issue. Obviously she does. We've seen it through the years, her, her drinking to an excess, this and that. But John is what makes her toxic. Like John Jansen is bad news because of all the drama. Remember she got kicked out of a bar with fighting with his daughter or son. And like, it was just one bad thing after another. I saw Shannon at Jeff Lewis's Hollywood House Lift premiere party a couple of weeks ago. She looked amazing. I got to meet her. I got to see Vicky and um, Jen Padranti and Kelly Dodd. They were all there, all these OC girls. It was really, really fun. But Shannon looked great. She looked amazing. She And she wasn't 
drinking booze that night. So no, I think she looks really good. Like even at BravoCon, which is not off alcohol that long, she looked amazing. Like I think I'm thinking about giving up the alcohol. Like well, Kyle Richards, shocker. I'm also dating a 26 year old lesbian with tattoos. No, sh- Kyle Richards brings up that she stops drinking about a year ago. Only until this the show are we seeing kind of like the why and the how and the what. And I'm telling you, when I started watching, at first I was like, oh, this is like so, you know, Jesper Morgan or whatever. But when she said to Sutton, I can't afford to feel depressed anymore because even just a couple glasses of wine throw me off. I'm like, wait, the only days that I really am in like a spiral of either anxiety, you know, Sunday scaries, any of the, it's always after alcohol. So I'm like, Kyle Richards is onto something. Not only that, but she looks phenom. Tell everyone where they can listen, where they can find you because, yeah, they need to get on the Daily Dose. Yes. Okay, so Daily Dose of Donna is a Monday through Friday podcast. Obviously, towards the end of the year, I'm taking some days off, so don't expect every day. But normally, it's Monday through Friday. I go live on YouTube every single day while I do the show um, at 11 a.m. Pacific. So if you can make it live, it's really fun to be there. And if not, you can always watch or listen to it later. Um, and then join the Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna, and I have Patreon extra, you know, behind the scenes episodes every week. And that's that. You can go to dailydosepod.com. Keep for coming by, ladies. I love these looks. We're very festive. <laughs> yeah, it's holiday. the holidays. I know. I like, I'm, I'm feeling like just OG Roni girl vibes Feeling right Giovanni. Feeling <laughs> Uh So you guys are back. Uh, thank God. Honestly, Uh, when they came to you and they said, listen, we're going to do the girls trip. It's going to be fabulous. What was your reaction? Yay. (laughs) A week vacation and say births with all the OGs. I mean, perfect. I love that idea. I know. Right? So much fun. So excited. I mean, we're supposed to do Legacy and then Luann was like. She was disappointed when Legacy didn't happen. And I was like. I was like, Legacy would be good. Yeah. I like a week vacation. That sounds really good to me. I was just ready to get into it. Yeah. I've just been like off television for, you know, a while now. And I I was just ready to come back and let everyone know what I'm, you know, up to. Yeah. And into. Well, it's not over. Right. It's not it's over. Not over. No. You never no. know. You never, never know. know. They should be sending the OGs everywhere. I agree. I think we have to go below deck next I with agree. Captain yeah. Lee. <laughs> Lou, I just listened to you on a podcast, the, uh, Jason. The oh, yes. Guys. You were like, it's never a yes or it's never a no. It's, it's a, a maybe. maybe. Yeah. Which maybe. I really Which I like. love. Maybe I it's good because if you say yes, then you, it's yes. And yeah. if you right. say you're no, it's it. no. You're yeah. stuck. Exactly. Right? So if you say maybe, you can always decide yes You never know. I like that. You are back, which no one really expected. You and Kristen were kind of like, oh, they, they're coming back. So what went into that decision for you? I mean, I think, well, you know, um, Luann was, you know, called me and said, you know, we're going to do Legacy. And then we went to do um, Ultimate Girls Trip. And, you know, I've been on a lot with Luann. She's like, come to Bravo, come um, for many, many years. So this wasn't like, you know, any kind of shock to me. Um, Just so fun to be with Luann and Sonia, who I love, and Dorinda, who I've met socially many times, who's just so great, Ramona. Just really having so much fun. I was really excited. Yeah. Were you excited to kind of like redo the scary island and actually like make 
happier memories. With well, I think all. it's funny because you know we did Scary Island, and I tied a nice bow on that yeah. by calling it Scary Island and having a breakthrough. Yeah, a very very <laughs> intense breakthrough. Um, and then you know Luann and we went to we went to Morocco and just had an amazing time. And I was like telling the producers, I'm like, you guys, we got to get these cameras going because yeah. Luann and I are in our underwear drinking wine with Sonia <laughs> until two o'clock in the morning. Where are you guys? Stop. So I was. You guys have been hanging. Through yes, the years. for many years. Okay. Okay. Many, yeah, many we've known each other a long time. Okay. And so. You know, whenever I got the chance, I'm like, Kelly, there's a party, you know, yeah. come and trying to kind of lure her back yeah. into the mix of things. And, you know, I, so I think this was the perfect way for her to, like, talk about Scary Island. We break that fourth wall. Yes. We're talking about things that happened in the past. And I thought it was a great place for her to, like, say her piece. I love that. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and on just a girl's trip, relaxed, bathing suits, you know, yes. God knows she looks great in a bikini. <laughs> I mean, both of you. I mean, Luann's body is looks, unbelievable. I, I always tell her every time I see her, it's like unreal. Like, I don't know. I mean, I kind of got to see the workout routine in Crappy Lake a little oh, bit. Oh, right. Yeah, my, it was probably improvised. It's well, super. totally. I had nothing to work out with. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you guys both look fabulous. I mean, you, you look the same as you. we last saw you on TV, <laughs> right? which you. was I don't know how many years ago. So... Uh, Kelly, you are an engaged woman. Congratulations. Can we see the ring? Let's Thank see you. it. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, it looks so, pretty. so good. It's nice. too big on my skinny little fingers. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank it you. It worked out because you got to do the trip instead of welcoming us all into your personal life, right? right? Well, I was trying. That's the other thing. That's a plus. <laughs> well, it was funny because, you know, I, before the trip, the day before the trip, my oldest daughter moved out into her apartment. She's graduated from college and she has a great new job. My youngest daughter moved in with her roommates. Okay. And then I moved out of my apartment because I rented my apartment. So all three of us moved out the day before I got on the plane. Got it. So the entire trip, I'm like literally talking to every single housewife. I'm like, what about this? What about that? What do you think of this? Just ask Asking everyone, you know, yeah. tons of questions about like you know what they think my next chapter should be, yeah. and I was just so happy to be, you know, with Luann and all the ladies at that time in my life because, you know, when you go on these trips, you never know like who you're going to gravitate towards, yes. and um, you know, I really needed strong, you know, powerful women, uh -huh. and um, I got the best advice, and I just feel really good about the trip. I love it, Lou. We opened the trailer with. Of course, you and Sonia <laughs> looking for some hot guys on the island. Always. Even though Always. Sonia says she's with this Viking. Um, right. But I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen the Viking, so. I haven't seen the Viking. <laughs> so I don't know. But Pretty hard to hide a Viking, isn't it? I mean, yeah. yes. I know. Pretty she hide a Viking. says six. We, I just interviewed her. She said they've been together six months, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you haven't met him? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> No, I've not met him. We but, have not met him. You know, Sonia and I is, are always down for a good time, and it's and it's, there's always a guy involved somewhere with yes. the two of us. Like, look at Crappy Lake. Right. I mean, of within course. 48 hours, she she had yes. Richard. That's amazing. Uh, yes. In, in, her, in her bed already. So, um, yeah. You know, Luann we literally. Keep it light and fun. She's with the Viking. <laughs> um, so I don't know how single she is, but she's always single and ready to mingle. And oh Luann, literally, and so like, I mean, any man that's anywhere, like, married or not, like, they are all over Luann. I, there's something about her. She has this magnitude. No, you're so... It's true. I, I and I'm not, And I'm you. not saying this. I agree with you. It's the truth. No, it's really true. And you're the one with I the used, wedding ring. No, but yeah. I used to think it was in the shoulders. I'd watch her, and I thought maybe it was, like, a shoulder thing. She's a thing. good flirt. Very oh, good. Flirts 
with intention. That's <laughs> yes. what it is. That's what it is. And then, and Sonia too. I mean, she's oh, also yeah. a wonderful flirt. Oh, yeah. um, okay, so Dorinda, I interviewed Dorinda and I asked her, I'm like, what did you mean with Kelly being a Rubik's Cube? <laughs> And she was like, you know, like you can't, you just can't figure her out. So was there resolve with you and Dee on this trip? Like, did you, uh, We had such a great moment at the very beginning and I just fell madly in love with her. She's just really, like we were talking about those solid women that I really needed at the time. And you know, she was the first person that I spoke with and I just had such a really, you know, special moment with her and you know, Dorinda, she loves to be in the mix. Do you know what I mean? So one minute she hates me, next minute she loves me, next minute she loves Lou. She, she likes she to make it nice. She, she, likes, she likes to make it She's nice. having a good time. And she, right. you know, she's a really good person. So I'm going to be her Rubik's Cube all day long. Oh, okay. When you're, not, a, when you're not an action verb. When I'm not an action <laughs> verb, I'm a Rubik's Cube. You had, all you had day a long. lot of really good <laughs> Very ones. good. The action verb in the trailer, the uh, normal. Yes, I'm normal. Only non-normal people can. Only non-normal <laughs> people think they're normal. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was still, of course, no, giving so us much joy fun. and So laughter. much fun. So Dorinda said she got the wildest. Is that the truth? Um, did Dee no. get the wildest? I wouldn't say Dee. I mean, okay. Sonya really was loving life. You know, it was yeah. a lot of skinny dipping all over the place. Yeah, a, lo a lot of pretty kitty action. She yes, loves pretty kitty. Strip down. She yes. just kitty. loves. Oh yeah, I, I love that expression for her. This trip, it's like snatch girls duty her. all over the place. There was pretty kitty hanging everywhere. I was like, okay, where are your underwear? Where are the? So it's like opening her legs, closing them, <laughs> lifting them all. That's what we call the pretty kitty. Last night, last night. At the premiere party, she was doing this. Oh she was looking at how, how high I can keep my legs. I'm like, put the legs down, legs down, legs down, legs down. Look at her in my cabaret. You know, her her dress falls off. I you know, know. You, I know. You gotta expect that from Sonya. I love it. There's always missing garments. You always. know, when Sonya's around. Always. Listen, she's got. To, she has it to bring it. So exactly, I mean. exactly. A pirate appears. You confirmed you did not sleep with the pirate, Lou. I did confirm. Okay. I would wear Breaking it like news. a badge of honor <laughs> if like I did at this point. It was like I know, it's like such a headline. Did not sleep with the pirate <laughs> on girls' trip. Well, Thank I God. didn't sleep with that pirate. Okay. So there was another pirate? <laughs> she said, with well, a you're going to have to wait You watch. had a little fun with a pirate, Lou. Oh my God. I love Lou to hear this. Uh, coming up. Coming up. Uh, Ramona. So she, we see her in this trip. Everybody's looking forward to her. Are you guys in touch with her? Are you still, you know, we obviously know she's kind of on the outside of the Bravoverse right now. Right. Well, she was at the premiere party last night. Mm -hmm. Oh, Looking okay. great. She was. So, oh, you guys are chatting with her, your friends? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I, you know, she's now living in Palm Beach really most of the time. She's not that much in New York. So, but yeah, yeah we're, we're in contact, you know. Okay. Are you going to Palm Beach? Or don't you usually go for New Year's? Oh, been there, done that, darling. Okay. I have the t-shirt. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it I'm was, more Miami it's a these days. Yes. She's more well, Miami. Miami. Yes. You know, they're all yes. good memories, you okay, know? Okay. The good, the bad, and the ugly, okay. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You embrace it all, which is what Yeah, I do. In, in fact, in my cabaret, I have a new tour coming up February 16th. I'm at the Wilter so in L.A., so Mary have Kill. Um, and we talk all about it. Who oh. we'd like, who we'd like to marry, who we'd like to f, and who we'd like to kill. <laughs> I'm going to Luann's uh, cabaret next week, so I will be. Have you been yet? Yes, I was at the very, Isn't very it beginning. Isn't a freaking blast? Oh, I mean, it's unbelievable. So much fun. It's a party. It's fun. Yeah. Luann is yeah. an incredible entertainer. Oh, thanks. You Kelly. really on are. and off camera, I love it. like really. I mean, even when you go to her home, she's entertaining <laughs> and she's entertaining. I mean, she's it's like unbelievable. Well, it's like you know, it's like pop culture meets cabaret meets comedy. Yeah, is really what it is. It's like. 
very kind of Carol Burnetti, which and, I grew and, up on. I, yes, and everybody kind of feels like they're your friends. Yeah, which well, is they're really nice. a part of it. It's like immersive. Yeah. I do a Q&A. I sing music that they all know the words to, yeah. my fans. Um, so it's, you know, and they get dressed. They got their sequins out, you know, so the statement necklaces are out, you know, it's great. It's so great. It's such a huge nod to me that they come dressed for the occasion, you know? Yeah. Even at BravoCon, which was unbelievable, everybody was dressed to the nines to meet yeah. us, which was incredible. Yeah. Isn't it was incredible. Nice? I almost started crying on stage because I was just so <laughs> moved by how beautiful they are and just how much they miss everyone oh, no. and they know everything that you say and they were asking my girls. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that was They're her first BravoCon really nice. for you. First, first yeah. BravoCon for her. Oh, so. okay. Did you guys? Did you go out? Did you get to? Did you meet anyone from? The big question that everyone keeps asking is, who was rude to you? But what I met was your everybody. Experience I like? love. I mean, did you have a, hit it off with anyone? I met absolutely everyone and had so much fun. I met housewives. I met yeah. Below Deck, Summer House. I mean, I met absolutely. Did a little everybody. flirting with Captain Jason. Luann flirted with Captain Jason. Apparently, Captain Jason likes you know wow. a lot of those. Bravo girls. I know. Lala, Olivia. I didn't realize that. Too. He did. He's, yes. He's being a play. He's being he's a, a player. player right now. He's a player. Now. But yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go below deck for him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'd go below deck I with mean, Captain Jason. Why not? Why not? The housewives have to get on. Right below that, would be, that would be amazing. That would have been incredible the perfect trip. crossover. On right, the trip. Like, we're putting it out there in the universe. Luann's going to be the captain. It's I'm out there in the Bravo universe now. I'm going to be on the tender. Like, come on, guys, let's go. <laughs> oh, it's so good, yeah. Kelly. You know my favorite thing ever, and I talked to you in the Bravo con about this. Is the clip on TikTok of you running through the streets yes. with the taxi cabs? Like, I. I mean, do people bring this up to you? Well, we do so much of those TikToks now with me running. Yeah. Um, and when we were doing it, when we did it for for Bravo for the show, they were going so fast. Yeah. And I'm like, I am an athleisure athlete. <laughs> like, I'm not like you know out there like sweating doing the marathon. I looked exactly. I mean, I did. I ran the marathon. My oh, hair looked exactly wow. like this. Yeah. Like, 11 minute miles, like la 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 la. They were like, go, they were like, I was huffing it. I was like, this is not how I run. Like, People were like, wow, she really runs in the street. <laughs> and furthermore, I'm like, you obviously don't live in New York because it's safer on the street than it is in, on the sidewalks. The sidewalks are with like people with their cell phones, right. strollers, right. like, it's just wild. Dogs. Like, dogs, I, I mean, just everything. So, so um, you know, run in the street. Yes, run it's in the street. safer to run it's with a taxi. there. It's, yes. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. And you get a better workout. It's like it's, having a friend. I it go. makes me laugh every single time. Just because, <laughs> oh like, it's like such the good old days. I know. Days, you know? Yeah. Right? It's the good old days of running. Do you guys, are you guys hopeful that after this trip, Bravo will revisit? A Roni OG or legacy show. Yes. yes, I mean people. We just we had so much fun, and our connections are so. I'm speaking for Luann. Here she is, like, <laughs> but our connections are so strong, and yeah. I think that was one of the reasons why I really came back with such an amazing feeling after the trip is because like doing press with Dorinda today, like you know, just we get we get along and we know each other very well, yeah. and that's really important, and that resonates with the viewer because they're like, oh my god, yeah, we know that person too. Um, just really strong. I think it'll happen. I'm manifesting it. You guys <sighs> Luann's a manifester. Maybe. <laughs> it's Put maybe. it out there. One word to describe this this girl's trip. What would you tell me? Um, I always say it's like Scary Island Part 2 with a couple of pirates. <laughs> um, solid. <laughs> just solid. Solid. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I, like I, mean, I had a very solid 
time there. It was Experience. really right. yes, right. very very solid. The headline from this interview is now going to be Luann Deleceps <laughs> did not sleep with one pirate, but she did sleep with <laughs> another pirate. Well, exactly. <laughs> yes. That is the headline. It's That's be the clickbait. Like, oh, page six, People Magazine. Everybody. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank I love you. We, we dug so up a new much. pirate. All right. So after chatting with the ladies, I feel like it's so obvious that they really want <laughs> Roni Legacy to get a full season. You know, they had fun on the trip, but they really want to be back full time. They really uh, do. Which I'm here for, though. After the first three episodes, I'm having so much fun watching. I want my ladies back. Listen, I'm hopeful. They're hopeful. I feel like I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know that I need Kristen and and Callie. I feel. I feel that's harsh words, you know. Um, so far, I'm not through with Legacy, but I'm like a couple episodes in, and so far, I just feel like they are not giving me the OG vibes that I need. Um, the other ladies are. I don't know that I need Kristen and Callie, but. Kelly was really cool to talk to, and it was nice catching up with her. I mean, it's been a while. Cool girls. Kelly's a cool girl. Lou's a cool girl. You could tell you guys were having fun, chit-chatting. I'm excited for the rest of the episodes. Emily, what else is, I feel like, going on? We're almost near the holiday season. We're winding down. We're winding down. I feel like New York is in that time period where it just gets dark at four o'clock and then I start getting tired and like, I don't love this, but I'm headed to West Palm. uh, Yep. Oh yes. For the, (laughs) for New Year's. And so right after Christmas, I will get some sun. I'll get some vitamin D and I'll be back ready to go. Back baby 2024. But we do have, I want to tease our next week's podcast because we have Ryan Bailey who is so great in so many he's ways. So entertaining. He's so entertaining. We were so chaotic. So Ryan, if you're listening, we are so sorry. But he is breaking down all the big moments of 2023 with us, and some of them may surprise you. A little clickbait right there. Little teaser. Love little it. Teaser. So follow us at Housewives Nightcap Instagram Facebook group. Follow me at Emily Roscoe TV and me at Lauren Herbert underscore. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, give us those ratings. Emily, I will say we have a 4.8 on Apple Podcasts, which is pretty good. Bring it in. Bring I love to hear it. Yes. Yeah, so 2024, we have a lot of exciting things coming up. But until then, have a happy, safe holiday. Oh, yeah, because it'll be Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Merry oh my Christmas. God. Happy holiday. Merry everyone. Christmas to all who celebrate. May Santa be good to you. Yes. Merry Christmas, Emily. Bye. Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood is hosted and produced by Lauren Herbert and Emily Orozco. Executive produced by Rebecca Zamer and associate producer Matt Izzo with original music by Chris Keyes. Join us next week as we dive into the glamorous worlds of reality TV once again because who doesn't love a nightcap? <laughs>